This reading is taken from John, chapter 8, verse 12 to 20. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I am going. But you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. This is the word of the Lord. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would open our eyes, open our hearts, that your light may come in and dwell within us. Amen. You may remember that last week we started a new series uh, and this week we're starting another new series. That's, that's not confusing. <laughs> Last week is the series that we'll keep going for uh, about eight weeks. But on these informal days, uh, we are going to look at the I am statements of Jesus Christ. This is where he stood up and he said, I am today the light, or I am the bread of life or I am the way, the truth, and the life, and so on. And we're looking at a a number of those up until Christmas. So this is really important. It's important for two reasons. First of all, that Jesus is making this statement at all. Uh, But secondly, because he gives a reason why he can testify to himself. And we'll come back to that. He's, um, He's teaching in the temple. It's at the end of one of their feasts. It's called the Feast of Tabernacles, if you really want to know. Uh, And one of the key teachings in this feast was about a pillar of fire. Uh, The pillar of the fire, if you remember in the Old Testament, led the people through the wilderness. There was a, a, a cloud during the day and a fire at night. Uh, a fire at night so that they could obviously see it. Uh, and the religious leaders, so, um, or maybe even the government of their time, stood up and said, it's outrageous you're saying this statement. I am the light of the world. Uh, whoever, um, the one who follows me will never walk in darkness, but walk in the light of life. Why is that so outrageous? Why is it so outrageous? Well, the fire that he was talking about, the Jews knew as a representation of God. 
So if you are saying to other people, I am that fire, what you're really saying is, I am God. That is outrageous. It's the pillar of fire. This man is saying that he is the light. He is, in other words, a representation of God. He is God. And did we notice how he started that statement? Do you remember when uh, there was the burning bush and Moses was around uh, and uh, Moses was then approached by God and he said, so how do I know you're God? And this voice comes out of heaven saying, I am. As simple as that, just those two words, I am. I am will send you. I am who I am. In other words, I was at the beginning. I will be at the end. I made everything together. I am. I am God. And Jesus starts his statement here by saying, I am the light of the world. Wow! Wow, he's got some nerve. It's amazing, isn't it, light? You could be in a dark room and there's a sudden spark and you see everything very briefly and then it's gone again. Light always defeats darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. That's what it says in the Bible. But light will always defeat darkness. Sadly, when I'm going to work nowadays in the morning, it's dark. And for the next six months, I know that I will leave to go to work and it will be dark and I will come home and it will be dark. And it's not such an exciting time of year. But just about as I'm reaching my office, the light is coming up and there is a glow over London And I feel as though I can breathe again. I can see again. You see, those people were looking at Jesus and they were looking at him as a man. Not a man who was God. Now, the other thing which is important about this, not only the statement, but he also gives testimony to himself. Now, I don't know who's been in court has anyone been in court in this room? I know we have two magistrates in... Oh, have you been an expert witness or something? You don't have to admit to the driving offence. It's okay. I, I have been an expert witness on a number of, uh, of occasions. Uh, in fact, quite a lot. Um, so, you'll you know when the BBC News are outside uh, the Royal Courts of Justice on the Strand... Uh, interviewing some celebrity who's just got off for something or other, or or somebody, um, you know, some major case. Well, the idea is that one person says you've done something wrong and the other person says, no, I haven't. That's broadly what's going on. And the person that says you've done something wrong has to prove it. And the person that says, no, I haven't, has to disprove it. Well, they don't. I know, it's beyond reasonable doubt. Okay, Mrs. Magistrate. Who invited her? But the broad principle is that there is this element of proof. And you bring in witnesses. That was my role. I came in as a witness to something. And Jesus is accused here, and he's saying, I've got no witnesses. 
Actually, it's not quite true, is it? He's saying, I can witness for myself. But then he also goes on to say, my father will witness for me as well. Is that fair? I wonder, is that fair? I think we have to look at Jesus and see him as the whole person. I look at Emily and I see an equestrian. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Big, chunky shoes, high heels. It's an equestrian all over. But I know that she works with horses about five miles from here. I know that she's an equestrian. Or is it an equestrian? I'm not sure. I know Emily because I know her. I know that she's always done that. I know Jesus Christ because I know everything that he's done. Not just this one thing, I know everything that he's done. And he proves the point to me time and time again. He says, I know where I'm going and I know where I was from. He came from eternity, he goes to eternity. He's outside. What he's trying to say is, I don't need to testify for myself, just look at me. Just look at me. And what he's saying with this whole thing about light and darkness, how does light prove itself? Light doesn't have to prove itself, does it? It's light now. We know it's light now. Why why does it have to prove itself? It doesn't. Light is light. God is God. And Jesus is saying... I am God. Look at me. Don't look at the outward appearance. Don't look at Emily and think you can't ride in high heels. Well, you probably can't, actually, but you look at Emily and think, there's an equestrian. I look at Peter and I know that if I needed to, you could go and work on that desk because I've seen you do it. I know It's not judging the outward appearance, it's seeing what's inside. And of course, God cannot lie, because if God lies, he can't be God. So if Jesus says, I'm God, he's either lying or it's true. And when we look at the man, we know it's true. So there's a real challenge being laid down here. I am the light of the world. He who walks with me does not walk in darkness, but walks in the light of life. This is something we walk with day by day by day. So God is saying we either walk in darkness or we walk in light. Charlotte, you can either carry that candle with you or you could put it in the drawer forever. In Wanish, as we've always said before, there are no streetlights in Wanish. Those of you that don't live in Wanish, uh, will know, or you do now know, that there are no streetlights in Wanish. So at night, it is very dark. So everyone in Wanish is, a, is aware of this, and we carry with us a torch. So when we come to our church meetings and evenings, we carry a torch, just like you will carry a torch in your pocket. You're carrying a car at the moment, you're carrying it with you. We carry a torch with us all the time. And that's what we're saying. That's what Jesus is saying to us. Walk in the light of life. Walk with a torch in your pocket. Walk walk with Jesus Christ in your life. 
then you'll be able to see where you're going. Then you'll be able to understand what it is that you should be doing. What a way for Charlotte to start out, knowing that this morning she has the light of life in her pocket and she can walk all the days of her life with the love and power of God with her, step by step, day by day. We all know that we need light to live. So let's walk in the light of life as we go through this week ahead. Shall we just pray as we finish? Lord Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world. We need light to be able to see, both inside ourselves and outside into the world. Help us to walk day by day in the light of Christ. Help us to carry you with us every step of every day. In your name. Amen.